to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And our friend Ryan is joining us again. Hello, Ryan. Hi, thank you for having me. And today we're going to talk about a new film. It's called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so this is the latest uh, MCU entry. And uh, it stars Simu Liu as Sean, also known as Shang-Chi. Uh, he is um, living in San Francisco, working uh, as a car attendant with Aquafina, who plays Katie. Uh, but Shang-Chi has a past. Sean has a past. He, he, his father, um, played by Tony Leong, um, is the master of the Ten Rings and has lived for a thousand years. Uh, we learn all this in the opening <coughs> monologue. <laughs> And uh, his father uh, is trying to get some pendants that are being worn by um, Sean and his sister, uh, who's played by Minger Zhang. And he needs those pendants in order to find the way to <laughs> their late mother's homeland. So, yes, there's, there's a big, long setup for that. Uh, but there's a lot of action that goes on in between. And yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's kind of your your general setup for uh, yeah Shang Chi and <laughs> the Legend of uh, the Ten Rings. So Ryan, I, I before I kick it over to you, mm-hmm. uh, I want to apologize. So last time you were on here, um, you reviewed three movies with us, <laughs> and I neglected to remind folks of your um, website. Yes. <laughs> so you review films. Uh, at Ryan R- Ryan uh, com, and then uh, tell folks your Twitter handle also on Twitter it's uh, at Arnold underscore um, at movies that's where you can find me there and uh, enjoy interacting with you and also um, sharing my reviews yeah so yeah and this is actually the first movie that we've seen together mm-hmm. saw it uh, yesterday in IMAX mm-hmm. so uh, what are your thoughts so I was um, very surprised um in a good way with this movie. Um, I had heard it has gotten uh, good reviews over um, the last month. It's been kind of slowly premiere. It had its L.A. premiere a couple weeks ago, and it looked like it had a lot of good potential in it. Um, it's an origin story, so it can get caught up in um, a bit of um, formalic kind of storytelling. But I felt like um, they did a really good job with the setup and the premise. Um, the director is an Asian-American director, very, very well known. Um, he's done Short Term 12, also did uh, Gra- Glass Castle a couple years ago as well. So I think having um, an Asian-American director direct the movie that is primarily focused around um, Asian-American actors and uh, that culture um, is a, a very good uh, setup and you get a, a good understanding of the storytelling there. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought all the actors did a really good job. Uh, Tony Liao, um, who plays the father, is a, a really um, good actor. He's uh, been in movies in the past, like uh, In the Moon for Love, um, twenty uh, sixty, sorry, twenty forty six, um, and uh, The Grandmaster. He has a big following over in China, and I believe this was actually his first crossover into uh, Hollywood territory. But he's been in the business for over twenty years, and um, has a very good. Uh, resume um, in um, Chinese uh, movies, so I highly re- recommend watching his filmography. But um, the choreography and the action sequences were really well done. Um, I thought the uh, the writing in it was really solid. 
Um, it gets into the third act, can get a little bit of topsy turvy um, with a little bit of the CGI, but overall it was it was a, a lot of fun, um, and it was a, a, another good story and representation that uh, Marvel was able to to pull out. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I had I wouldn't say low expectations going in, but I would say I was a little skeptical of the film just based on the trailer, which I'd seen. I don't know, a thousand <laughs> times it felt like. And I, it it just didn't really grab me a lot. Um, but I thought the movie was actually really good from the beginning. Um, I thought, you know, I, one, one thing I really liked about it is that it's kind of a, a standalone movie. I mean, there are certainly mm-hmm. callbacks to other films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh, for the most part, it's its own film. And I appreciated that. Um, it's, you know, it's, it rests on its own, um, uh, qualities and it, it, it's successful on it for its own, on its own merit is what I'm trying to say. Mm. And I thought the performances were all really good. Um, I really liked the relationship between, uh, Shang-Chi and Aquafina's character, Katie, mm. the, just that it was a close friendship between a, a guy and a girl and, Aquafina is someone who I enjoy quite a bit, and I was looking forward to seeing her in this movie, and I was quite happy that um, her role was um, as big as it was. I, I didn't realize that her character was going to play such an important part of the film, and that was, that was exciting for me. Um, I thought she did a great job, and she added a lot of humor to the movie. Sometimes these superhero films can be a little self-serious and forget to put the humor in, but this one I thought was was a lot of fun and, and funny at times. So I had a really great time. I love the first uh, half of this movie and pretty much the, f- the first three quarters of it. Um, in fact, in the first the first third, at least, I thought to myself that made this is like maybe one of the best MCU entries I've, I've ever watched. Um, it had um, good action. I love the character interplay. Um, so, you know, the it starts out, like I said earlier, with this sort of... A, monologue of the history of the Ten Rings and then some of the, some of the characters. Uh, and I found that engrossing. Uh, and then uh, Simu Liu and uh, Aquafina have great chemistry together. I'll talk a little bit more about those two characters later uh, and, their, and specifically about their, their chemistry. But no, they were great together. Uh, Simu Liu is, is really hot in this film. Uh, and he's, uh, he's, I, I like his backstory, the character's backstory, uh, Tony Leon as the father and the master of the Ten Rings for most of the movie uh, brings uh, a depth to this character because he's kind of the villain, mm-hmm. but Tony Leon manages to infuse him with um, you know sort of the the, the the three dimensions that the character requires. There's a complexity there, um, and I don't know if any actor could have just pulled that off. So props to him. Um, Shang-Chi's sister character, again played by uh, Mangar Zhang. She deserves her own movie. I hope she gets it. Uh, or maybe they'll put her on Disney+. Plus. I don't know. But uh, I want to see more of that character. And then uh, Michelle Yao, um, who I, I love from Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is my favorite movie of 2000. Um, she was also a Bond girl mm-hmm. in Tomorrow Never Dies. She's really good in this. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I think it's really good. Uh, I It loses some points with me because it devolves into um, 
your typical Marvel CGI fest climax at the end. Um, it wasn't unexpected, but it was, I found disappointing. I really wish they could find a different way to do these. It's kind of the, it's kind of what happened to WandaVision. Um, and, and then, and then this as well. Although this is, I mean, you can't say that this isn't an action movie because obviously it is. It just felt a little bit more grounded. Um, there's, in these movies, there's always, CGI going on, you know, and, and a lot of times it's good enough to fool us into thinking, oh, this is all real. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when the end of these movies come and it's particularly fantastical, I mean, you, you know then that this is just all, all not real. Um, but yeah, uh, aside from that, um, I, I thought it was great. I, I really enjoyed um, Aquafina's uh, character in this movie. Um, like Ashley, I'm also a big Aquafina fan. Um, and, uh, she's, she's a funny actress, but she also can show that she can be a very, um, strong, dramatic actress like she did in The Farewell that came out a few years ago. Um, but I do enjoy her for, for comedy and, but I was really happy. I was, I wasn't sure if she was just going to be kind of a, a gimmicky sidekick in this movie and just kind of be there for laughs and, and kind of just as a tease. Um, but she, she wasn't, she was a lot more than that. She did provide uh, good humor. I thought it was smart humor. Um, but she also had a very well-developed character, and it really grew with the story, and I thought they did a good job with her overall, and I was really pleased. Um, like Matt, like you said with the dad, uh, um, Tony, the actor that played him, um, he was very complex in his character, um, and I thought he was a, a really good uh, villain, um, probably one of the, the better villains that the MCU has had, because I, I like villains that are, that are pretty complex, um, you kind of can see their side of the story, but also you're, they're flawed in a certain degree, and um, you but you feel for them. So it was a very good dynamic for the movie, and really did enjoy that. Um, it does venture into a little bit of a, a CGI fest at the end. Um, something Black Widow had a little bit too in its third act, where it kind of builds up and then it kind of goes into a bit of overdrive on that. But I don't think it hurt the movie overall. I thought it was still very well well done and well played um the martial arts in it the choreography was was really done well done especially the first uh fight scene on the bus which was was pretty cool they did a good job <laughs> and the camera work in this movie was really really neat too they really um knew how to move the camera with the fight scenes which i thought was nice also props to some of the, the cinematography which was a mm-hmm. pretty um pretty solid um and the, you know, being this being the 25th uh, Marvel movie, it's nice to see uh, a movie that's led predominantly by um, a uh, almost all uh, Asian American cast. And um, having a sister who is Asian American, it was nice to see a movie that really represents um, that culture, um, especially in a time that we're dealing with what with the pandemic and um, unfortunately, uh, a little bit of the hate crime has has gone up. Um, and a result of that, which is, which is sad to see, but it's, it's, so it's nice to see a movie like this come out and really promote it and promote those stories that need to be told. I agree with you about the, the choreography of the, mm-hmm. the fight scenes. And there are some scenes in the movie, fight scenes in the movie that are almost like dancing. And I, f- I felt like those were in particular had a real emotional impact. And I, and I think those particular fights, those battles were particularly emotional mm-hmm. And I wanted to mention, too, that there's a lot of flashbacks in this movie. And I was thinking, as I was watching it, and I thought about it afterwards, 
I think that would be very problematic in a lesser film. Mm. Flashbacks can get confusing. They can grow tiresome if they're not done right. Um, but I think this movie did a really good job and it really served to build the complexity of the characters and understand um, them emotionally and get us emotionally invested in their past and you know in their current state of affairs. So I thought that was, that was really well done um, as well. Yeah, um, that's a good point because... You know, flashbacks can either, in my opinion, um, hinder a movie and and kind of draw it to a halt, or it can help the progression of the movie. And I felt like every every flashback in this movie was helping its progression. There was never a point when a flashback started where I was groaned and was like, "Oh, another flashback." No, I thought to myself, "Oh, cool. This is this is as it was happening. Like this is helping my understanding of these characters, and it's helping um, the movie along." Uh, real quick, I just want to talk about this relationship between um, Shang-Chi or Sean uh, and, and Aquafina's character, Katie. There's been some chatter about it online, and I know we talked about it after the movie. Um, they're definitely presented as sort of a... Pl- it's interesting. I saw the term online, platonic friendship, which I feel is sort of an oxymoron. But uh, they're presented as a, as a friendship. Um, and the reaction people have had to that is, is, is including myself, is interesting because in our society, it's really difficult for people to see a man and a woman be friends um, and there'd be nothing else there. So, you know, I think folks were looking for like, oh, is there something else there or whatever? Uh, and there is even one scene when, when, when Shang-Chi goes shirtless that I think Katie <laughs> sees him slightly differently. Uh, but that said, um, I will say that it's, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed their, their, their friendship the way it was. Um, and I also want to say, and, and I'm just going to throw my <clears throat> gay man perspective in here. <laughs> it, th- my gaydar was pinging quite a bit from Sean. And <laughs> their relationship, the, the Sean-Katie relationship, I, that, I mean, as someone who, um, you know, um, was, a, who's been a gay man and has gay friends and who, who's known straight women and had straight women friends and had been in like, you know, bar environments like you see them in or whatever, this looked to me completely like a gay man, straight woman friendship. <laughs> That's what it read to me as. <laughs> and I know that there's probably going to be a lot of people who will be like, oh, I didn't really see it that way. I mean, you can see it that way if you want to, but, you know, I just saw a couple of, uh, you know, straight people who were friends or whatever, or maybe more. And what bugs me is, one, you know, Ryan, you mentioned this is the 25th MCU movie. We are almost 30 movies into the MCU, and and the most, the, the, the only bone gay people have had <laughs> Is some super minor character for a brief moment in Endgame talking about like, yeah, I lost my partner <laughs> in the blip, and then mo- scene moves on, right? <laughs> and this is even for God's sake, they set this in San Francisco, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, you can't even, you know, you can't even make Chang Shi gay. You you give him this this complete. I'm, I'm sorry, you give him this gay man straight woman relationship. And he, but yet he's not officially gay. So I'm just getting off my little soapbox. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that about their their friendship. Well, perhaps in the sequels, which I'm sure there will be sequels, um, that will be developed more, and we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. <laughs> Thank you. Any 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 final thoughts? One final thought, I guess, is um, over the weekend. I I've been happy to see that it's been doing well in theaters because i know that disney decided to not do its hybrid system with this movie and only release it in theaters 
Um, so it made me a little worried because unfortunately with a movie that has this much, um, rep, you know, representation in it and uh, it's its first movie of solely, um, the Asian culture, it was, uh, it has a lot writing on it and you don't want to see it do bad, um, especially in, even we're in a pandemic and stuff. And so it's nice to see that it's, uh, so far has been doing, uh, really well over the weekend and, and, and people have come out to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've been excited to see that knowing that, um, that it, it will hopefully have a good box office performance, um, for, for the film. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's a website I go to called boxofficepro.com. I've been going to it for years mm-hmm. and it always talks about, you know, what the actual weekend box office is, but it also does predictions and the predictions are almost always spot on. Mm-hmm. They're really good at that, except they thought like Shang-Chi was going to do 52 million this weekend mm-hmm. and it's actually going to do about 20 million more than that, Yeah, which is good. Um, but yeah, it's, and I think that, you know, when we went to see it yesterday, I think it's the most people I've seen in our local cinema mm-hmm. since they reopened, you know, during this pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I think that's, that's a good sign. So uh, score time. Uh, what what uh, score would you give this, Ryan? I would give it probably solid. Um, I'll do an 8.4. I was, I was very happy with it. Okay. Ashley. Uh, I was going to say 8.5. <laughs> well, this is easy. So I'm giving it an 8.3. So its score is an 8.4 from us. <laughs> and it is on the tomato meter. It has a certified fresh 92% from critics and an audience score of 98%. So, yeah. And then, again, an 8.4 8. from us. Ryan, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's uh, ryanarnoldreviews.weebly.com. Uh, and you can also find him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, thank you uh, for joining us, and thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.